Hello and welcome to Walking Movies with me, Nick Soapdish. Now, I did say on the last episode I might change the title, I have. And that's because I created a new logo. And what's the Nick Soapdish thing about? Well, many of you will know that's kind of a stage name I started back in my college days when I was doing productions. Uh, rather than use my actual surname, which I've never enjoyed using for these kind of projects. So that's that name's kind of been around a bit, so some people may know it. And really, when I was in the logo, I just wanted to say Starring Nick, but it didn't look right. And then I thought, Nick and Friends, and I thought, well, it's very rare I have anyone else on here. So after the whole thing with Ben last year, which uh, led me to my first negative reviews. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the new title, Walking Movies. Uh, this is the first proper episode with that title. And as you can probably guess, I'm walking to the cinema, but I'm on my way to see Onward, the first Disney Pixar film release of the year. Um, officially Pixar, but obviously Disney Pixar, same, same ball game. This is a film about elves that live in a suburban world, so it kind of looks like a fairy tale version of our world, I suppose. And it focuses on two elf brothers who are voiced by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Um, I've seen the trailer for this one, so this film is about, from the trailer, two elves who um, produce a spell which brings their deceased father back to life but only half of him because the spell goes wrong and they need to try and fix the spell and they've got a limited time to do so and they go off on an adventure. So that is what, from the trailers, the film Onward is about. I am going to see it, so I will know how accurate those trailers are soon. Uh, I, normally, you kind of get what the trailer gives you, so I'm expecting that synopsis to be quite accurate. Um, I'm going to see this alone because I wasn't going to get a chance to see it this weekend with my daughter so and also it could be a bit sad so i wanted to go and see it first to give it the uh the dad seal of approval not the disaster dark seal of approval the actual dad seal of approval for her to go and see it so there we are um i'm on my way there now i'm running a bit late i time just lost uh, all meaning i was watching the end of the liverpool bournemouth game for no reason and uh, should have left, but I didn't. So there you go. I believe there is a short attached to this film. Uh, they, they, that's kind of disappeared a little bit recently. Last few films haven't had one, but uh, I believe there is one. And if, if memory serves me, I'm sure it's starring Maggie Simpson. So it's a very weird time because it's a Pixar film which is obviously part of Disney and the short in front of it is from The Simpsons which is a Fox property that is owned by Disney so it's a weird 
juxtaposition of the three companies kind of showing off a little bit really about everything under the same umbrella that's what it feels like to me um, I'm not a big fan of these shorts where it's already involving something else but there you go so I'm probably gonna miss that what a shame uh, I might get there in time but I, I I think I'll miss it so if I do I'll review it and if I don't I won't you'll have to wait to see it yourself um, since I last recorded I did get to see one other film as well Ugh. So last night, uh, my wife went. My wife went out to watch The Invisible Man, as I discussed in the previous pod, which meant home alone time. And uh, my daughter decided she wanted to watch the Playmobil movie. I think it's called Playmobil the movie. It's the actual title. Uh, it came out last summer in England and Europe, and it came out at Christmas in America and was a box office bomb uh, and 16 million worldwide against a 40 million dollar budget I believe it's got one of the lowest wide openings in American box office history as well um, the trailers didn't look great for it just the animation looks a bit ropey and it looked like it was trying to rip off the, the Lego movie too much which I know Playmobil is a big rival to Lego, but even so, you thought they'd try and be a bit more original. Um, it, it was bad. It was real bad. I, in fact, I, I can't say that properly because I probably watched about 10 minutes of it. It was so dull and predictable and just, just bland that I kind of tuned out about 10 minutes in uh, I, don't know, I don't know so spoilers if you want to see it the film starts off in the real world uh, with two children being focused on um, or a teenager a young adult and uh, you know somebody's probably about nine or ten and um, the film starts off with uh, the parents dying always a good way to start a kids film I find uh, and uh, something happens and they end up being zapped into a Playmobil world and then the rest of the film is animation um, not great animation just just average so it didn't look as poor as I thought it would do but still not still not great um, Anya Taylor-Joy is one of the leads uh, Daniel Radcliffe is uh, I think the character is called Rex Dasher or something, he's like a James Bond ripoff. Uh, Keenan Thompson does a voice, uh, Jim Gaffigan does a voice, Megan Trainer does a voice, Adam Lambert does a voice. It's not got an awful cast, but that doesn't stop the film being awful. Um, yeah, it was it was just it was just bad. My daughter quite liked it, which is the main thing. It bored my son, uh, and that says a lot to be honest. Um, but yeah, so I do not recommend the Playmobil movie. Uh, your kids might enjoy it, but do not waste your time. It, it's a stinker. Stinker of the highest order. So that was the animated film I saw last night. So Onward has got a very low bar to clear. 
Um, my expectations going into this film, you know, generally Pixar output is better than Disney's output, generally. Of late, uh, Pixar have been in a bit of a, a slump, relying on far too many sequels. Um, they find Dory was good, uh, Incredibles 2 wasn't that good, Toy Story 4 was pretty good, very good even. Um, but, you know, Pixar made a name for being quirky and their films being more out there. And, you know, we had things like Up and Wally, uh, films that other companies wouldn't really touch to do even Disney themselves so I'm hoping that we see a bit more of a return to form in terms of good storytelling and something more original um, that's what I'm hoping for my expectations of getting that are middle somewhere in the middle I I'm not sure how it's going to be how good it's going to be reviews have been very mixed in that some people have like heralded it as a classic and other people have said it's not up to their best so that's interesting um, to see how I, I fall into that those categories after I've seen it but uh, yeah that's it I will stop recording here because there's not really much more I can say about it without seeing it so um, I will come back to you after I've come out of uh, of Onward oh actually one quick final thing honestly this is a quick final thing um, I found out last night that as is usually the case there is already a rip-off of this available it's called Homeward I've not seen a trailer I believe Tom Green does a voice I think Seth Green might do the other voice I'm not sure but it's an absolute rip-off of this film uh, the poster that's hilarious in, in how cheap it was clearly rushed out to try and dupe some uh, not quite savvy grandparents I suppose in, into buying it thinking it's this film instead um, if I see any reviews I'll let you know but uh, they, that's it right see on the other side right so finished watching onward um, see if you can work out when they announced the title of the film during the film because I didn't see it coming um, it's good it's really good it's what I forgot as well actually going into this is this is the start of the new era John Lasseter is gone there is no mention of him anywhere Toy Story 4 was something he worked on for years and you know, you know that, that film had been planned for quite a while and although he had left Pixar by the time that film came out obviously elements of his story um, and he probably did some work on it before he left so um, that still had his name in it this doesn't so this is the first of the new Pixar era um, also credit for someone who was the voluminous cloud editor so that was quite interesting I wonder what they did but the film it's it's not it's not up there with their best 
right and I don't know if that's because I become a bit jaded or just the bar's been set so high in original ideas that it's very hard to do something new but I did see elements of things like Monsters Inc with this film mainly because of the uh, the range of different characters that you saw during it um, you know, different creatures different types of uh, kind of mythical beasts and things uh, I just had that kind of vibe of Monsters Inc where you know you didn't see anyone that looked the same like there was one Mike there was one Sully there was nothing no one else that looked like them really uh, so you know I got those kind of vibes from it the story isn't the most original you know it's a quest it is what it is but that said I don't want to talk too much about the film in terms of plot or things like that but all I will say is I blubbed at the end really really cried um, Pixar films just have a habit of getting to me they you know they've done that a lot you know that opening 10 minutes of up still gets me upset um, the last 15 minutes of Toy Story 3 uh, I've got over the fact that they're not actually going to get incinerated now so I don't get upset with that but when Andy's giving the toys away oh, even now gets me going um, Pixar just are very good at doing that with their films and this for me was no exception um, you know obviously the themes are about family um, and about you know the sixth father of this one and uh, it just it just really got me in the feels so box ticked Pixar if that's what you was going for but that said I still can't say on a first watch it's up there with the finest nothing wrong with the the, the voice cast everyone did a good job actually what was interesting is the lack of voice cast in that um, it's probably one of the smallest uh, rosters of voice cast I, I remember from a Pixar film um, I think even Wally had more <laughs> um, so yeah I think maybe about 10 names or something so it's quite interesting but it's because the, the film is quite contained in its, in its journey so you don't uh, have lots and lots of uh, of people that are important to the overall story um, but do I recommend it? I suppose that's the thing, right? That's what you're listening to this for. Yes. Yes, I would. It's, while it's not up there as a classic, as said on, on initial watch, it is still very much worth your time. The next Pixar or Disney film out this year is called Soul. I think that comes out in the summer. I'm sure that's around June, July time that one comes out. Um, and I mean, other than that, I don't, there's not many films I've seen advertised, like animated films, other than like, real kids, things like Trolls World Tour, I suppose, and Scoob. Um, but in terms of competition, it's going to probably be up there this year um, when it comes to uh, best animated films and stuff like that. It's really good. I, you know, I, I can't even not to go and see it because I'd be lying. It's, it's, it's good and it's well worth your time and whilst not 
an out and out classic it is i keep repeating myself but it is definitely worth a watch and it's definitely enjoyable and it is definitely more of a return to form than what we've seen recently it's not a sequel it has got some original elements to it um or certainly not stuff that's been repeated ad infinitum so it's it's really worth a watch i don't know if i'll be taking my daughter to go and see it she will see it but i think um <laughs> i think i might ruin my wife's day get her to take it to see because i know it'll make her a broken wreck <laughs> um but yeah i suppose the positive for me from this is that they have they have come back with a, something new and not just another sequel and that was the danger that they had seen themselves uh, the trap they'd seen themselves fall into over the last uh, two or three years that that's what was going on so it's good I, I, I don't think it's as good as uh, Coco or Mo Moana um, but you know it's still still better than a lot of the stuff Pixar puts out so yeah go and see it I'd like to hear your opinion on it as well because I think you know I don't, I don't think everyone will some people might over it some people might think it's much better than I thought it was and there'll be people that think it's not so it'd be interesting to see how you feel when you've seen it but go and see it it's it's worth worth the trip and uh, there's no need for a sequel there's no need for a sequel at all which is good it's a nice self-contained story everything is wrapped up with a nice shiny bow and that's it done doesn't need to be repeated so that's it that's all i've got to say about onward um i did get in there late I did miss the first minute or so of the film, so I don't know if they did play the short before it or not, but hopefully, if they did, I don't know. Uh, and I don't think I missed anything out from the beginning. So, yeah, go and see it, good film. And that's it for now. Uh, I'm actually got some holiday coming up from work and I'm planning to do a very rare thing I don't do very often which is a double bill I'm planning to go and see uh, Bloodshot which is a Vin Diesel movie based on a comic book if I recall correctly it definitely looks like a comic book film anyway um, it's just not something I've, I'd heard of before but uh, yeah that comes out this week as does uh, The Hunts the Blumhouse film that I said uh, I've been heavily delayed is, is coming out this week as well so our plan is to actually do a double bill of those so that should be the next episode but thank you for listening to this episode um you know please like subscribe but i just you know get in touch it'd be great to hear from you really would so thank you and uh, i'll be back hopefully later this week with another episode i just can't stop
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.